All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Oilers Nation After Dark begins now. Connor McDavid hadn't scored in 10 games was. It did feel like at moments... He wasn't kidding when he said he wasn't ever going to shoot the puck again. That was just him waiting for the clutchest moment possible to say, yeah, fuck it, I'll shoot this thing. As the Edmonton Oilers defeat the St. Louis Blues by a score of 3-2 to two in overtime on the back of a great performance from Stuart Skinner. I believe 32 saves, three-point night from the captain. Well, his vibes are good right now. Vibes are good. Vibes are electric. You can even tell by the energy inside Rogers place for a, a game on a Wednesday night that started 630, which is kind of weird in my opinion. Usually you don't get these kind of early starts on a Wednesday in Edmonton. So I'm like, okay, whatever. But, you know, people are going home happy. We saw at the uh, end there, McMullet and Dukes just hugging it out after that OT winner, which that's just that's just everything you'd love to see from those two. I want that framed. I want that I'm in saying, the office. We need, I want we that in the studio. We'll do it. We'll do it. That was that was an incredible moment to mm-hmm. see. Just an incredible end to the game. And I should say hello and welcome to Oilers Nation After Dark. I'm live from my version of the Sports Closet Studio, where I cannot keep up with the chat. But I'm going to stick with this one from Jax, who says, smash the like button. So I'm mm-hmm. getting down with that. If you're new here, make sure you subscribe to the ON YouTube. Throw down a like, throw down a take in the chat. I want to hear from everybody. A lot of people in here. Skin Daddy for the Vesna. K. Waddy <laughs> says Skinner was outstanding. Let's start there. Was I thought Stuart Skinner was fantastic tonight. Yet again, two good games in a row. The third period. I mean, we'll get into them as this show moves along. But initial thoughts: Stuart Skinner had a great, great game tonight. 
Yeah, and especially, I mean, after those first two goals, I think some fans are probably a little nervous saying, ah, typical Skinner, here we go again. But there there was a few defensive issues that led to those goals as well. You know, one was on the PK, so I don't want to blame, blame him for too much. But Stu stood on his head in a game where the Oilers, I think, ultimately came back as a team. It really felt like a team victory. Yeah. Everybody was contributing in different factors from Bouchard, to McDavid, to Hyman, Nugent Hopkins, but we'll get into that. But Stuart Skinner, he played the type of hockey we needed him to play. I'm loving it in here. A lot of people, what a game. Ryan Smith knows, and he knows Hyman's got that dog in him. That is for certain. Hyman gets 40 goals. But I want to talk about this one because let's get into it right now. From D-Doug, what Mm -hmm. a play by Ryan Nugent Hopkins. My God, man. The Oilers' power play there in that moment, it felt sloppy. It felt cluttered. I like the play from Evan Bouchard to decide to lay down, and he did keep it in the offensive zone. Oh, yeah. And nice. Here you get to see it on your screen. Robert Thomas feels like he has he has feet of room, but before there's any Oilers defender, he does slow up, and you can see his reaction at the end. His head goes skyward. But Ryan Nugent Hopkins, and, two-way wow. player. Sure, he puts points up. Man, that is the stuff of legends was. The more you watch it back, just how amazing that is for him to get like just to lift a stick, take it off his uh, stick, and just move it forward. And I mean, Evan Bouchard was trying to do a little bit too much there, I think, on the blue line. It is what it is. He's a risky player, and it was a power play, right? But for um, Nugent Hopkins to get back that fast as well, I didn't think he had those kind of boots on him. Mr. Burns says he told the man no. There's so many people in here. It's just Gina with all. I new. know. Anna, I couldn't agree more. This was the biggest point. Generally, of the game. She said Nuge saved the game. And you just mentioned Nuge's speed. I'll be honest with you. At first glance, I just assumed that was Connor McDavid and that he was going to be the one back checking that hard. But it's my sweet, sweet boy, Nuge. Well, it happened so quickly. I thought Stuart Skinner actually saved the puck. Then I'm like, oh, hold on. Nuge Hopkins has it. What's happening here? Man's man. an absolute wizard. Man's a wizard. That was the TSN turning point of the game. Mm-hmm. That was the play of the game. Whatever you want. I felt so broken in that moment watching that go down. And it's Robert Thomas. You literally couldn't pick a worse player to go down in that situation. He leads the team in points. He's more than a point per game player. And he just took too much time for the Nuge to get there. But you know what was? Let's get into it. The Greta scoring summary mm-hmm. brought to you by Greta Baryeg. Because was... Greta's the spot to watch a game in Edmonton. Enjoy any of their unreal features from awesome drink deals, incredible street food, the funnest games. Now, Greta's the best. Go check them out any day of the week. Was I got to ask you something about Greta. Oh. You posting the video of Liam playing football (laughs) might have been the funniest thing I've ever seen. That was like, I don't think you intentionally meant to slam or put him on blast online. It was hilarious. I had one of my buddies respond and he sent it to me and he goes, does Waz like hate Liam or something? No, like, it was perfect timing. Too funny. I was looking for a clip. Of, I was just looking for something. I was like someone kind of being angry or pissed off. And that was just so natural that I had to post it. It was kind of, and it was also after the first intermission in that, BOA, so it was kind of worth it. Also, I set a new high score in ski ball of thirty five thousand the other uh, uh, the, on Saturday, so I was pretty proud of that. Atta boy was yeah. atta boy. You are the resident ski ball guy. You have you have been known to do I have that. A new method. So don't, don't take your M Chuck on in the basketball game or 
Mm-hmm. It's pretty good football game too, but we're not pumping his tires. We're talking about the Edmonton Oilers. So the first goal of the game for St. Louis Blues. Boy, oh boy, once again, could you draw up a shittier start that could possibly happen? Right. Leon Dreisaitl takes what some I think would call a lazy penalty. You see it here on your screen. Robert Thomas got that puck at around the blue line, and he just slowly skated in and skated in and skated in, takes his time. Snipes, I just watch this here. You see Oilers forward, they're all kind of get gathered up a little too late. He walks, he loads, he fires, he beats Stuart Skinner. Not the way you want to start the game tonight. No, he just had so much time to just wind that up, so much time and space. It's like he's, I mean, 95 99% of the time, he's probably gonna score that. Sure, you want maybe Stu to do better on that, but I think the PK could have been a lot more solid there. How do you leave him so wide open? They got very scattered on that one. Mm. And then, like you said, it's just you remember the last game against St. Louis, right? And we took eight minor penalties. They scored on two of them. We started this game this way, and I was having flashbacks and nightmares on my couch going, no, 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 not again, not again. Mm-hmm. And then we move along to the next one. It was future Edmonton Oiler Pavel Buchnevich. I'm on the Buchnevich train now that Same. no more Tanev. Same. We'll talk about that later. But you see it here on your screen. Goes around, and I believe it's Robert Thomas who misses the one-timer right there. There is a moment where, if you freeze-frame that, Mm -hmm. Darnell Nurse and Cody Cece, if you were on Twitter, you saw this photo everywhere. Pat, can you freeze-frame it when they get stuck in their moment down there? He misses the slapper. They both commit. That's not a place you want your two defensemen to be, literally on top of each other, both behind the net and without the puck. And then, of course, future Oiler. Pavel Buchnevich, he's going to bury from there. That's what the guy does. I believe that was his 24th goal I of the season. I believe it was, yeah. Was? Confidence wasn't too high here, and the Cody CC nurse slander online, it was plentiful. I, and I think they kind of deserved it. What they were yeah. doing out there is beyond me. Like It kind of just shows to you why this pairing does not work. I don't care how much chemistry they have, because honestly, I don't think the chemistry is showing too much in these kind of plays. Um... For me, Cody Cece is just, I think he's just losing a lot of confidence. You can tell in the way he plays. Like, I think the play kind of even dies on a stick. And I don't know. I know Tanev is no longer an option, but I personally would love to see an upgrade on Cece. And in that moment, like, you can't really ask too much from Stu. That was just a really well-placed shot by Bushnevich. And uh, hopefully he's a future Oiler because to snag the St. Louis Blues top goal scorer just like that, that would be pretty awesome. Him as an addition to the Oilers' top mm-hmm. six. It's funny, if you tune into Oilers Nation every day, you know we're up and down on guys all the time. We were a Chris Tanev podcast. <laughs> yeah. out the window. That is no longer an option. We'll talk about that in a bit, Was, but I want to bring this up from Kay Waddy. He said, I didn't blame Skinner on either goal. I don't either. The first one's a power yeah. play. Their leading scorer, leading point getter, I should say, walk right in, load one up and fire that one right in front of your net, wide open by a sniper in Pavel Buchnevich. And a lot of people in here are saying, I like this from Mr. Burns, Buchnevich showing off for the scouts. Mm-hmm. Kay Waddy said the Buchnevich audition was 100%. Yep, I thought he was pretty good. Yep, somebody else here, Braden. Bushy just giving Oilers fans a preview of what to expect in a week or so. So let me ask you all, what, oh, whoops, what did you think of his overall performance tonight? And are you down to get Pavel Buchnevich. The thing is with him is because he has another year of term, you're looking at possibly two first-round picks or I read similar to the Lindholm deal where you give up a first-rounder, you give up a legit 
top nine player in Andre Kuzmenko and then a prospect. Mm. Are you in or out on Pavel Buchnevich? Uh, I'm probably in. It's just a question. Is like in terms of that prospect, we're gonna give up. I think it was Matt Larkin on DailyFaceOff.com. He was saying you might need to give up a Philip Broberg or a Dylan Hallway on top of a first round pick. Which I mean, that does sound a lot, right? Like I don't know. It's um, I feel like we might get a decent deal at, at the end of it. You kind of saw the Tanev deal fall through, and you're like originally Tanev was worth what a first round pick. It was being reported. So I'm all for Bushnevich. I mean, the Oilers already have four. 20 goal scores on their roster. What's a fifth going to do, right? So hopefully provide more offense, especially come playoff time, because that's something the Oilers really lacked last postseason was goal scoring, especially from the likes of Hyman and Nugent Hopkins and Kane. And Kane, I mean, you know, he's got an interesting reputation with the fan base right now. He's a little streaky here and there, right? And I think Butch Nevich will be perfect on that second line with Dreisaitl. I think, yeah, the little streak. He's putting it very nicely. Oiler fans are they're over blood sometimes for the Vander Kane. It's uh, no. you know, you know how other fans roll. Yeah. Like, you, know, you know how we roll. We gotta pick somebody. Um, yeah, when I think about Butch Navage, the thing is I don't want to give up a Dylan Holloway or a Broberg. Yeah. I might be more of the mindset to do the double first because we only have X amount of time left with Leon and Connor. Dylan Holloway and Broberg are players that can help out now. So I think I want them and their low cap hits, and I want to go with that route. There's lots of other names as well. Anthony Mantha in Washington, all kinds of Scott Lawton in Philly, but I don't know. We'll have to keep it locked, people. Nick keep Dow. it locked on this YouTube channel because there's going to be lots of content coming yeah. down to the trade deadline. Shameless plug as well was. Daily Faceoff's doing a trade deadline mm-hmm. special on trade deadline day. It's going to be a multi-hour thing. Yuremchuk's hosting. Frank Saravalli will be up in his little corner in the box, and I know that because I'll be producing the entire oh, show. Yeah. So you can you can trust you can Perfect. trust it'll be good. But let's get back to the greatest scoring summary because the Oilers found life at the end of the first period as they did get on the power play and they got their opportunity. I believe it was off of a faceoff draw here. Yep, you see it. Puck goes down low to Connor McDavid, and then he says, "You know what?" We're just going to send it out in front and let Zach Hyman bang away at this thing. Zach Hyman does what Zach Hyman do, man. He just, in the blue paint, scores another goal. That was his 39th of the season. This guy on the power play, I'm not going to lie, he was. Bordsy's bankroll today, I guess we did hit, because the option voted on was Oilers' money line and McDavid two points. Oh. I also had Hyman power play point at plus 200. So once oh. this cash, I felt pretty good. Vibes were good. Smart. Okay. Wow. All right. Well, I mean, Zach Hyman, for whatever reason, finds the puck wherever it lands near him. I, I don't know how. It just He just finds a way to put in the back of the net. But not only that, just to be able to find it and all that kind of traffic in front of the goalie getting in front of Biddington him and Biddington had a little bit of history, which was kind of funny to see watch play throughout the game. So, but Zach, I've been now, he just, uh, I mean, it feels like, you know, a lot of people call the Oilers a one man team because of Connor McDavid. Well, I mean, it's, maybe it's the Zach Hyman team now, you know, the Zach Hyman Oilers just saying. Zach Hyman, I think, is he the new fan favorite? I feel like he has to oh, be 100%. The He's the I Ryan mean, Smith. Oh yeah. Easily. And he scores goals just like him, but he does have a little bit more skill as we move along to the second goal for the Edmonton Oilers scored by who else? The leading goal scorer, number 18, Zachary Martin Hyman. Mm -hmm. As you see it here, beautiful, beautiful breakout pass there from, I believe it was Evan Bouchard. Zach Hyman gives a little tap pass over to Connor McDavid. 
And it was a theme for me tonight. I really am turning into my old man because I was screaming shoot at the top of my lungs here. Just do it, man. Just do it. I have to take a lesson out of myself here. I say it every time. You don't doubt Connor McDavid sends it over. Zach Hyman makes no mistake. Beautiful pass from Boosh. Touch pass from Hyman kind of right there. McDavid with a beauty feed. Hyman buries. That was textbook. Literally textbook. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, and that was just a great feed from McCotter. I know everyone's wanting to shoot more, but I think Cotter is just feeling – he's feeling those apples right now, you know, as uh, Drysdale said. He's, he's the new apple tree, right? So, and Zach Hyman, you saw in that clip, he was just working his legs at, off. He's like, I'm going to get this goal. I'm going to support Connor however I can. I'm going to make sure this puck gets in the back of the net. It was a 2-2 game. The pass from Bouchard was just fantastic. I think Evan Bouchard has been playing some of his best hockey as of late. I think, honestly, like, I would not be surprised if I get an Evan Bouchard jersey sometime here. This guy is amazing. But Zach Hyman is the man of the hour. And also, that was his 40th goal of the season. Zach Hyman has 40 goals. Who expected Zach Hyman to ever score 40 goals? I thought he'd be a regular, you know, 20 to 25, 30 goal scorer for the Oilers when they signed him. I think one of the knocks was uh, on him was, like, he's a little injury prone, I think, in Toronto. But he's been pretty healthy since being an Empton Oiler, and he continues to score, and he's aging like a fine wine. Damn right. I couldn't have said that any better myself. I When you signed Zach Hyman, you thought he'd be a 25-goal guy. That's I mean, mm-hmm. and that was fortunate for me. I thought if he got in the 20-goal ranks, he was a top-six winger, that, hey, that's the dream. That's perfect for his cap hit where he's at. He has exceeded all expectations. He scored in multiple games in a row. Zachary Martin-Hyman, noted children's author. Then mm-hmm. we move to overtime. A, I want to say before this, Stuart Skinner. He made some incredible saves in the third period. He really kept the boys together. And let's pull it up right here. The overtime winner by who else than number 97, Connor McDavid. Back to here you see it on your screen coming up. Here's the audio. As he pilots through, so good man let's let's watch it one more time i want to see the celly one more time there you go i also love you can't love it enough the rip of the chin strap off and then oh my god look at those guys was what's better the highlight of the goal or the highlight of the celly between our two boys there oh i think honestly the celebration was probably the best part however there was a part of me i was looking at like is that gonna go in like is this just not going to be McDavid's night? Like, it just seems like I thought it was going to roll out of the crossbar and out. But Connor McDavid finds it back from that for the first time in, what, 10 games? It was almost going to be 11, and he scores at the perfect time. I mean, I, I was getting – I was sad. I, you know, it was, it's been a while since we've had a Connor McDavid overtime winner. It's about time we had one. Every time I see a goal like that from Connor McDavid, I shout out Kevin Quinn. I miss him so much for a little overtime. It's so good, and I miss it so much. And that'll do it for your Greta scoring summary. Shout out to Greta. They're the best spot in the city. Was what do you think about Harner Ryan getting the call tonight? It's a little weird. There's only two games in the NHL. Yeah. So no Jack. I think it's because it was a national broadcast. Harner Ryan gets way too much hate, in my opinion. I get he's not Jack. We love Jack. I like Harner Ryan, too. Yeah, I think Hunter Ryan has a nice, like, neutral balance to him where he he doesn't really have that bias. He's got a calmer demeanor. And I I guess people do like that energy from Jack Michaels or even a Kevin Quinn. 
but I, I think Hannah Ryan just brings a nice little balance when it comes to his commentating style. I've never really had an issue with it. Um, but yeah, I, I think he's fine. I think he's done a great job. I think you could say it as Hunter Ryan's a pro's pro. While I love him, I'm not shitting on him here. Jack is a little bit of a homer. And don't get me wrong, that's what I love about him too. I am a homer. I am biased. So I think maybe that's where Hunter Ryan gets some hate. Let me know in the chat. Do you like Sing? Because I like I like I like Sing. I know that Jack is better. Oh, I might I might be wrong on this one. There's a lot of people hey, that told me Hunter Ryan. If I could have my preference, I'd go back to Bob Cole. You know, just saying. He's a little too old for that one now, but that does it for the Greta scoring summary. Let's move along to the good, bad, and the oily brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross, because there's only one thing better than sharing memories, and that's making new ones. Matthew, Alberta Blue Cross travel insurance protects your memories and more wherever travel takes you. Visit ab.bluecross.ca slash travel for more information. And the good tonight. There's a plethora of things it could have been, so forgive me as where I rank these things throughout the show. But let's pull it up here, Pat. Our good, it's Zachary Martin Hyman. It has to be. The man has scored goals in six straight. Scored one against Arizona, one against Boston, one against Mini, two against Calgary, one against LA, two again tonight. The man cracked the 40-goal mark tonight. No way this guy doesn't hit 50. And I wanted to show this because if Kennedy made this, this is the greatest thing that she's ever done in a long line of excellent photoshops. This is awesome, Walt. Oh, it's beautiful. And I texted Kennedy right as soon as she posted that on Twitter. I'm like, this is amazing. Thank you so much. You are incredible. You deserve everything. Uh, Kennedy, of course, our, our graphics designer at Oilers Nation, and she's been I mean, she always finds a way to be so clever and creative with her work. Like the Leon, you hot bitch and everything. So, but on top of it, you know, you got Zach Hyman, who is just such a hard working player, consistent, does all the right things. I think I've said it before, like you give me a team full of Zach Hyman's and you're winning the Stanley Cup. I'm just saying that's how good he is. That's the type of work I think every team needs and every line needs and uh, I, w- I wish we can spread that out throughout the lineup. You know, hey, if our fourth line can do just a little bit of what Zach Hyman does, I- I'd be I'd be in love. You got you got my mind just thinking about an entire roster of Zach Hyman's out on the ice. That'd be awesome. I'd be so down for that. I mean, it might just all be around the blue paint for a little bit with the put, but hey, whatever. You you make that work. You just got to crash the nets. Everybody knows Zach Hyman's great. Everybody in here, Zach attack. What was it? Mr. Burns says that's beautiful. I don't know if Kennedy's in the chat tonight, but if she is, people, you be sure to give her stick taps. That's just, you can't replace artistry like that. I am not an artist. I can't even like think in my brain of like how you would even do that or whatnot. So I just sit back, put my feet up and watch the work get done. But with the good comes the bad was. And tonight, let's throw it here. It's the slow start. It has to be. You're down two goals before your five minutes, even into the hockey game, you've already given up a power play goal. The Leon penalty was. I saw somebody said here earlier in the chat as well that these pissy penalties are really starting to get old. You take the good with the bad, like I just said. So Leon, if he's going to deliver, but those are just parts of your game. You do not need, you start the game immediately behind the eight ball, literally on the penalty kill with one less player. Sure. I mean, Pavel Buchnevich is a good player. Robert Thomas is a good player. They were put in positions that they obviously were going to succeed. I don't want to blame Stuart Skinner for the bad start. I thought he was good. I thought he was hung out to dry. I thought he was great for the whole game. 
What did you think about the first five minutes of tonight's hockey game? Yeah, obviously that penalty doesn't really help. And it kind of just felt like the Oilers were shooting themselves in the foot pretty early, kind of playing into the St. Louis Blues' hands a bit. I thought the Oilers didn't really have any flow or structure even after that PK. It just felt like they were trying to force things. And that was my issue against LA early as well before they scored that first goal. It just seems like the Oilers don't – they're – their urgency to start games, it feels like it has to ramp up a little bit. You don't like to see that. You want to see them just kind of get off the right foot, and we've very rarely seen that all season. You know, the second period was great. Third period was great. It felt like we had a 60-minute hockey game there. But then you look back at those first five minutes, first maybe 10 minutes even, you're like, what What were we doing there? Like, if we want to go deep in the playoffs, we can't be – we got to have some structure and some identity. You got to be consistent as much of a whatever it is to say the full 60 minute effort. I thought their puck management yet again wasn't good to start the game. Eric Richards is here in the chat. He says, I almost shut it off. Yeah, it sucked. Um, the Doug says, what's up with zero four check in in the first period? I don't understand. It feels like they're just not mentally or physically engaged like the switch hasn't been flipped off. I know they scored at the end of the period to get things going again. So you got to feel good about that. Yeah. The irony was is that were the Edmonton Oilers a second period team tonight? Because in the second period, things started to turn around for them. They did win that period one to nothing. I don't know what to take with this team sometimes from game to game was because it can be the only consistent part is the third period, which I will take that. I'm not complaining it's, about that. But first and seconds, it, it feels like they'd have 20 minutes off of one of those periods every game. Yeah, it kind of feels like maybe to start the games, they're trying to get like a feel their opponents, see how they play, get their tendencies, just get a better understanding of them. I know you have like video for that and you've played them before, but I don't know. It's tough to say the Oilers are sometimes a tough crack. Uh, they're tough to crack sometimes. You don't know what's, what's going on. You don't know what kind of Oilers you're going to get. And like with that, those first two goals, it kind of felt like, all right, here we go again. It felt like we were going to get another Calgary Flames game, a game against the Wild, but. Fortunately, they were they found a way to get back in the game. Thank God. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's it's very entertaining when they do it. I can say that at least every game. I don't know. Life's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. That applies to the Edmonton Oilers because when I open it up, I'm like, shit, man, I don't know what's going to happen tonight. I laugh from law. She says it's the first period, the new second period. and then. Shout out Gina. She's Kennedy's handler, I guess. She said, Kennedy is currently working, but she says, thanks, Boardsy. And she appreciates you both. And also was, she wants you to know she posted on Instagram. So there you go. You can stick with that. 
Then we move to the oily this evening, and it's Connor McDavid shooting the puck and successfully beating the goaltender. I mentioned it, man. I literally was going to before the overtime tonight. I had my cold performer written down, and it was Connor McDavid's shooting ability. The one earlier in the game, I think it was in the third period, he turns the puck over in the offensive end. He's kind of in the slot there. Now, granted, he is a little covered, but Leon is below the goal line, <laughs> not even like the right hand. He's left-handed, so he can't get a one-timer on it. And Connor sends it down to him. I lost my mind, Was I lost my mind on the couch. I couldn't believe it. And once again, you don't doubt, Connor McDavid, I am human because I'm not taking my own advice. And I keep doing it. Then, of course, you see McDavid in overtime go down the ice and do his thing. Another very funny moment in the OT. Matthias Eckholm wanted off the ice so bad. <laughs> oh, yeah, especially the way he was trying to skate around the net. And I think him and Connor had a bit, bit of miscommunication there. I thought Eckholm did fine in the OT. By the way, shout out to Matthias Eckholm one year ago today. We traded for him, so it's been one year as a uh, Eckholm is an oiler and he's been awesome. Uh, the weird thing about Connor McDavid and his shooting, it's like last year, this guy scored 64 goals and now he is what 22 this season so far. It's like if you've ever played Chell, World of Chell, and you know, you, you sometimes can reset your class or your position. Uh, last year, Connor McDavid, he put all his skill points in the shooting, and you know, this year he put it all into passing. It's like this guy's like, he, he kind of decides, you know, this season, I think I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go for 100 assists, you know, screw scoring, which that'd be pretty cool. I heard a take recently that said, what if he just gets bored out there? What if he just, I mean, that. I hope that is not a thing. I, you don't have a no, cup I, yet. You can't get bored with the NHL. He just wants the playoffs, man. He just wants to go for Stanley. Hey, it sounds like you get a hundred apples this season. I'm not going to doubt anything Connor McDavid will do. So I'm just, I'm betting on everything. I got Hart Trophy like twice. I think I got him for the Art Ross as well in there. So I have put my money where my mouth is and that'll do it for the Alberta Blue Cross. Good, bad, and oily this evening. Yep, <laughs> I laugh at this line. I don't even know what this is about. He just says, not bad for a two-line team. It's not wrong. Amen, brother. Amen. Yeah, brother. Right now, yeah. <laughs> um, I just want to talk about this before um, we move along to our hot and cold performers. What do you think of Jordan Biddington tonight? The guy's good. The guy's good. And the thing is, is because he's such a head case, because he's such a maniac, we all know about everything about him. He doesn't get the credit, at least this season. And I know he's been an up and down guy, but this year he's a, he's a great goaltender. And I always, maybe it's just me. Let me know in the chat. He doesn't get like the caliber of like Stanley cup winning goaltender. He doesn't come with that pedigree. Like nobody talks about him like that, but he did win 16 games in the Stanley cup playoffs once before he looked like another good goaltender tonight. And I just want to ask this and bounce it off you. If you were team Canada's goalies, would it be Aiden Hill, hmm. Bennington, and Stuart Skinner? I would say most likely, considering Aiden Hill and has a Stanley Cup. I don't think he. I don't think he won Conn that year. Uh, Bennington won a cup, right? So you have two cup winners there, and Stuart Skinner obviously he's a good option to have, as we've seen with the Oilers. I don't like this from Jason. He said Bins would look good in the blue. No, 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 no. We'd no, have some funny moments. I think he'd lose his mind with the media. Um, also, did you see the way he kind of fell when Hyman kind of touched him? He kind of like flip-flopped a bit. I'm like, bro, what's wrong with you? 
He's a paid actor. Uh, He's a paid yeah. actor. It also was kind of funny in moments. It looked like him and Lyman earlier on the broadcast, they thought that they were like, <laughs> like joking around. Watching it, I was like, there's no fucking way they're joking around right now. I thought and then um, later in the game when that had happened, you could see they were talking to each other. Zach Hyman's not much of a shit talker. No. But it looked like it to me. But I digress. Jordan Bennington confirmed good at goaltending. We can, Bennington- we can all agree with that. He has a tie. He has moments where he kind of loses his cool, and I'm kind of surprised he didn't like start taking off his masks and fighting Hyman or something. Like I'm surprised he didn't have a hissy fit tonight. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Some people in here talking about Bennington on the Oilers. I like this from Lance, and I agree. Bennington deserves more street cred. But that's enough giving the opposition cred tonight. Besides Pavel Buchnevich, none of them are getting love from me. Let's move to our hot and cold performers. Brought to you by DoorDash. Say it was. Ding dong. Thank you. That took you a minute there. That took you a minute, but we got where we need to go. DoorDash has an amazing selection of local gems and the staples you need in a hurry, too. You can try something new or get your favorite comfort dish delivered right to your door. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code NATION25. Tonight, for my hot performer, there's options, Walls. I'm going to let you take the one I think you want to talk about. I'm taking Stuart Skinner. I thought he was excellent tonight. It's two good games in a row. Oilers Twitter, Oilers YouTube chat here. People have been coming at Stu, and rightfully so. He didn't look good for, what, six consecutive games below the 900 save percentage. This team goes as far as Stuart Skinner can take this team. I don't, if people don't like to hear that, that is the reality. He's had two good bounce back performances. Thought he was good. But one thing I do want to bring up, there was like two points in this game that he played the puck behind the net. And I almost pooped my pants was I was terrified that it was going to end up in the back of the net. It kind of gave me the old Mike Smith vibes where you just, uh, you tense up and whatnot. But other than that, Stuart Skinner, I thought was great. 32 saves, 34 shots. 941 save percentage. That's two in a row. Two dubs in a row. What more can you ask of your 1A goaltender? Oh, yeah. He's a big reason why the Oilers ended up winning that game. It could have been easily maybe a 4-2 game, 4-4 game with how Bennington was playing. Like, both goalies stood on their heads, to be fair. And, you know, a lot of Oilers fans want that kind of a better backup for Stuart Skinner. But the matter of the fact is, is the Oilers are not going to get a goaltender in this trade deadline. There's no one really available. Marc-Andre Fleury is one name that a lot of people have talked about. But it's just been confirmed today by Eli Friedman that the Minnesota Wild do not want to trade him. And also, I think earlier this week, Friedman said if the Oilers were to go for a goalie, they probably couldn't acquire anybody else. That's like that's what the goalie market is right now. I don't know who else there. Like you can maybe go get a Blackwood, but like it's really worth it. I don't know. I think at some point maybe Jack Campbell comes back towards the uh, back half of the season. I'm sorry to say. Hey, he's played all right. And you know, maybe I'm just I like keep him there, start. keep him there. But fair enough, continue. Uh, yeah, but yeah, Stuart Skinner. Uh, we we love to see that guy gain some more confidence heading into this uh, back half of the season. A lot of people in here. Ryan says a Stu blocker save was epic. Oh, nice, he corrected himself in there. Eric Richards, that blocker save was so clutch, dude. It was fantastic. He was, and somebody said in here as well. Where was this? He said that he thought Skinner looked shaky. For the first and second, 
maybe I could get down with that a little bit. I mean, he did get beat twice, five minutes into the game, but I don't put those on him. But it was the third period and overtime. Dude, there was one. I think it was third or it was at least the end of the third. There was like three chances in front of the net. Boom. He had one pad stop here, yeah. one off the chest. It was bing, bang, boom. Gets the puck out and goes back the other way. Gotta love it. And then continue with our hot performers. Kennedy is in the chat and says, I was told nice things were said on here. I love you guys. Was earlier tonight, you said you wanted to talk about one Oilers player. We might have mentioned him already today. I'm sure we did. But he's a defenseman on the Oilers. Oh, yeah. I mean, I gave him plenty of love after the LA game. And it kind of continued into this game. Evan Bouchard has just been absolutely a rock star, pushing play in the right direction for the Oilers. I mean, that first goal, the power play, it really does kind of start from Evan Bouchard, who was carrying it from the defensive zone into the offensive zone, draws the penalty, Oilers score in the power play. Second goal, obviously, we saw that amazing outlet pass from Evan Bouchard. And the way he's been just kind of controlling the puck, you can see him, he's gaining more confidence. And also, let's not forget about that defensive play where, sure, it was kind of, he lost a puck, but he fought it back and he hit it midair. And obviously, he got a dumb penalty for it for whatever reason right after that. But like, I don't know, I think it was awesome. It was an incredible play leading up to that. Like, I think his defensive game has been pretty steady as late. Of course, there's some moments, but I also think that's just because he's a risky player. Like, he's not afraid to take risks. And he's, I think maybe tonight he was a little overconfident, especially in the third, which led to that breakaway where Nugent Hopkins kind of, you know, saved his bacon. But I don't know. Bouchard has been awesome. I, I think he's becoming one of the best defensemen the Oilers have had in a while in terms of, like, who, who else can produce offense? Like, Evan Bouchard from the back end. No one else in the Oilers. And a lot of people say, well, he benefits from playing with Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. Well, I think McDavid and Dreisaitl and Hyman, they're all benefiting from playing with Evan Bouchard. I couldn't agree more, man. That McDavid or that Hyman second goal, whatever the great breakout pass from Evan Bouchard, that does not happen without that pass. And those defensemen do not grow off trees that can snap that puck around all over the ice, tape to tape, like the way Evan Bouchard does. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned it, sure. I agree. His defensive game has improved. And he looks like he's calming down and becoming more of the old man Bouch that I do want him to yes. become. And he's just become smoother with his game. But you mentioned sure he makes mistakes. And I go, yeah, no shit. The man played 25 and a half minutes tonight. Like, if you think any NHL defenseman out there is going to play that much, have the puck on their stick that much, and not going to have errors. Yeah. It's not like a broken record. I say this all the time, and I think everybody knows. But I want to talk about one guy from my cold performer. Let's go. And I saw this from Kay Waddy, and I have to, I had to search back to find it. He says, okay, I know everyone is on the Perry train, and he might have some moments in the playoffs. But he is a massive defensive liability. He doesn't skate for, I believe he meant to say fuck there. I believe is what he was going with. Corey Perry tonight, I thought, was borderline invisible. He The only time you probably did notice him is when he was skating incredibly slow or dumping the puck in the ice. I see a lot of people in here. Final buzzer says Cole wow. Perry, Mr. Burns, Perry. Ryan S. says Perry's been good. Hey, I'm strictly talking about tonight. I'm strictly talking about tonight. I didn't think he had a great game. I thought he was borderline invisible. As I said, he only played 12 minutes and he had one hit. That is the only thing on his stat line. That that, that, that counts as cold, right? I'm not saying yeah. he's bad. Like what there, I'm not saying he's been fine to this team. Tonight, you got to call a spade a spade. I thought he was invisible. 
Yeah, and I think that's also maybe why the Oilers are looking for someone like Nick Dowd, right? Like someone who's a little bit more defensively responsible. And, you know, I thought Connor Brown, if anything, actually had a pretty solid game as well. So just to bring him up, I, I thought he was pushing play in the right direction. And um, yeah, I mean, Corey Perry, he's, he's going to have you some great moments, but no one's saying he's going to be a game changer on both ends of the ice, right? Like he's 38. He doesn't have those legs like some of the players on this team. Yep, very true. Was there anybody else that you could have picked for a cold performer this evening? I love that you bring up Connor Brown. I think Connor Brown, well, not for a cold performer. I think Connor Brown yeah. is a good hockey player. Yeah, finally, just... if you must, I think in his role that he's in, if I had a bottom, uh, no, I can't say a bottom six of Connor Browns, no one would score goals. Okay, rewind to five seconds before I say yeah. that. But well, I think he's an asset to this team. Yeah, 100%. Just like the thing is, he can't seem to score. He can't find the back of the net. It's a curse. It's, I don't know what it is. I don't know what he has to do, but if there's a cold performer. I don't know. I think maybe that Darnell Nurse, Cody Cece pairing, especially at the start of the game. You saw them both in the bottom left corner. I don't know what they're doing there together. It's, it's continuing. Maybe I'm just harping on it and overanalyzing it. Like, I think that's something us Oilers fans love to do is kind of overanalyze and nitpick things, but like, I would like to see a Cody CC replacement. I hope that will be Alexander Carrier from Nashville. Yeah, I want Tommy Novak. So that's who I want as a nice bottom six guy. Guy Novechkin, the man scores goals. A lot of people talking about Connor Brown. Everything in here, nice Connor Brown. He says, thank you. Stick mm-hmm. taps in the chat for the Ozone Steals. Yes, that's oh, it. boy. They say Brownie deserves another apple. And then I love that Pat put this in. But how amazing will that first goal be? Dude, when he, and he's going to, it's going to happen. When he scores his first goal, if he does it at home, holy shit, that place is going to explode. I hope they throw hats on the ice. Honestly. I'm going to say it right there. I hope they do it. It counts as 10 when he finally gets one in. Pat, you clever bastard. He says, even if it's next year. Maybe first playoff goal. You know, first goal for like, or this playoff goal this year. Dude, if he scored an if he scored an overtime winner in the playoffs or something, all would be forgiven. That's worth a lot. Yeah, right there. Um, anything else for the cold performers? No, we're done with that. We've said what Mm -hmm. we need to say. It's a win. We're keeping positive. Yeah. Head up to DoorDash. Use the code Nation Twenty Five. All right, Waz. Let's look ahead to our next game for the Edmonton Oilers. I get two days without having to do a show as we get into March here. Oh, wow. You're going to be seeing a lot more of my face because there is a lot of hockey games to make up for the rest of it. Boom. Look at that month. Just imagine this face on every one of those games times two for pre and post. But it's the Seattle Kraken. We're going to be live at Greta for this one was is we're going to be doing our brunch for Ben events down at Greta. You see it here on your screen. Oilers Nation invites you to the most magical event we do this season. Second annual brunch for Ben. Special event welcomes attendees of all ages to enjoy an afternoon of fun and excitement. We can take part in an endless amount of arcade games, family-friendly activities, cheering on your favorite team as we take on the Seattle Kraken. Tickets are $25. You can get your tickets at nationgear.ca. March 2nd, this Saturday, 2 p.m. game. Come on down. Bring the kids. I would not recommend bringing your children to Greta on any other event yeah. than this. And I highly recommend bringing them to this because the kids are going to love the games. Man, Greta is an arcade you just happen to be able to get beers at. Show the kids Street Fighter. You know, kids these days, they don't know the Street Fighter, Pac-Man. You can show them all the classics, which is great about Greta. 
I just am picturing now was taking on kids in ski ball and just absolutely dummying them and like filming them afterwards. Like you did to lead me like, let's kill this kid. He sucks. <laughs> no, no, no. But being serious here, we're looking at the Oilers Saturday. My first question for you, who are you starting in net for that one? Pat, can you pull the schedule back up for a second? Hmm. Interesting. I'd probably start. Back back. Yeah. I give this to one to Pickard and then Stu against, uh, the Penguins and Crosby. And I'm looking forward to March, honestly. There's a lot of teams here that we haven't really played this season, like, you know, the Colorado Avalanche, uh, the Penguins. Uh, we got uh, the Jets later in the month, like, and the Sabres. I'll be interesting. So I'm excited for March. Bring it on. March is going to be a good month. There's a mm-hmm. Leafs game in there. It'll be in Toronto. Yeah, you get the Penguins twice. Kings. There's a couple of winnable games in there, a 4 too. 4 p.m. game Two? on a I just Sunday. And just hiccup that hurt. Uh, the Washington oh, yeah. Capitals in there, the Habs, the Buffalo Sabres. But okay, you're going to go. I agree with you. I'm going picks on Saturday. Give Stu the extra rest. Boom, he'll go Sunday against Pittsburgh. Just a more offensive team. I want I want my best goalie facing Sidney Crosby. So let me ask you, now that we know who's in net, give me a score prediction and an anytime goal scorer, Matthew. Uh, anytime goal scorer. I'm going to go with the Bouchard. I'm going to stick on that train, and I'll say it's a... Uh... Uh, I'll go a 4-3 game it'll be a little close uh, the Oilers have had some really close games here it seems so I'll stick on that route as well I like divisional game Yeah, I think it's going to be close I'm going to go with 5-3 for the Edmonton Oilers actually I'll change up my anytime goal score Jordan Eberle for what team oh <laughs> okay well, I like that if that happens okay wow alright get me hey. thinking about You'll have a prediction of the year. Yeah, I'm going to say 5-3 for the Oilers. And stay on the train because it keeps paying out. Zach Hyman, anytime goal scorer. I'm just going to keep riding this. It's a cash cow. You just got to keep going. Plus 200. Shout out mm-hmm. Betway 19+. plus. Please play responsibly. Plus 200 for a Zach Hyman power play point. That's weird. It's highway robbery. My, I don't I understand how Betway put that on the website. Shout out Liam because he told me about it this morning. Boys, I responsibly threw down on that. I only bet what I'm willing to lose. Responsibly mm-hmm. smart, 19 plus. But boy, we I cashed in well real today. good. <laughs> Pavel Buchnevich, anytime goal score. All right, Waz, thank you very much for joining me tonight. You stepped up because our fearless leader, Jay Downton, could not make the post-game show tonight. You're an OG, Waz. You're, you're a bro. You always, you're always there when I need you. Even though you got me sick yesterday yeah. by coming into the office, we are virtual, so I still love you, and all is forgiven. Shout out to our sponsors, Betway. They're the best. 19 plus, please play responsibly. Alberta Blue Cross, DoorDash, and of course, come on out to Greta for the Brunch for Ben event. Was will I see you tomorrow at the office? Probably not. May, it depends on how I really feel, to be honest. Good. That was playing, a test. Playing it by I hope ear. not. You passed the test. That was a test. Okay, Dukes over there. you're going to stay home like a responsible boy. Thank you, Oz. Thank you to everybody in the chat. Please, on your way out, if you love me, you'll support this show and you'll throw down a like. You'll make sure you're subscribed. You can catch us tomorrow, 1201 Mountain Standard for a little Oilers Nation every day. Well, we'll break down an Edmonton Oilers oh, overtime, overtime winner. There it is one more time. I'll see you later, everybody. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.